Hello, 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 my beauties and beasts. So it has been a while since our last podcast. I did need to take some time. I like to take time in between to practice pauses and not because of Corona specifically, but I think that in itself is a good enough reason to practice our own personal pause. So I am back. It's time to recommence the pod. And, um, you know, it's not even an excuse that, you know, we take the time. I think, in fact, it's important sometimes for us to take time so that we can really, really come back and share and speak truth and uh, speak from a very honest place within ourselves. So with no further ado, let's get the pod started. All right, all right, all right. So I'm sitting here with my... (laughs) laptop and my lap ready to serve you guys and ready to just discuss a number of things that have been on my mind. I usually record my podcast very, very late at night so that there's no noise and no sound. But this is my current reality. I'm home. I'm home all day. There are birds chirping. I live in the real world. (laughs) And I just actually wanted to maybe even, and I don't know if you guys will be able to hear all of that resonating in the pod, but just to invite you into my One of my favorite times of the day now is, you know, just watching it come down to when sunset is coming. It's like the golden hour. It's really, really a golden hour for me. So this is when I'm recording this one, just to paint a picture for you guys and give you some imagery into my little moment. But today's pod is going to be all about protecting your energy. Why? Because I've noticed so much recently how personally we're taking things, how insulted we get so easily, how much our emotions are running high and how much we are feeling very plagued and boggled down by a lot of the energy which surrounds us, a lot of the news reports, a lot of the the things that our friends are constantly sending us, the things that our families are constantly sending us. Um, perhaps you're bogged down because the reality is, is that somebody in your family cannot get the right level of healthcare right now or someone in your family is about to deliver a baby and it's their first time or maybe you're going through a breakup maybe you've just lost your job there are so many variables right now on the negative side and there are also for some people so many variables on the positive side amidst the negative so I'm going to be touching on a couple of things here um, in terms of solutions or my survival mechanisms. Um, I'm a pretty solutions-based gal. And for me, this is how I, like how it resonates for me to deal with this. And in in just observing what has been happening on the internet and, and with people one-on-one, it has just occurred to me that so many of us take things so negatively right now that aren't meant to be negative. So I never usually do give precursors to my podcast or my vlogs because I believe we must live in our genuine truth. But because this is a different season for the world, right? I think, sorry, there's a rooster crowing in the background. I I mean, I really couldn't get any more West Indian than that moment. I don't know if you guys heard it, but it's there. But I wanted to say that if you are going to be easily triggered by suggestions of things that you may be able to do to ease yourself and you feel like maybe these things are going to make me feel pressured or make me feel uneasy or uncomfortable, it's absolutely fine to step away and make the choice to not listen because I do speak from a place of care. I do speak from a place of compassion, but I know that my 
brand of care and compassion is not for everyone. And I've, I've definitely learned the importance of accepting that while so, still considering another's view. So let's get into it. My first point is guard your heart. We are in a season of life that for many people is extremely taxing for a multitude of reasons. I feel like when I say guard your heart, this came to me because it was guard your heart, guard your mind and guard your spirit. And the reason I said guard your heart is because you may in this season have a joyful heart, a broken heart, a whatever kind of heart. But either way, having a healthy heart matters. So if you are feeling things right now, what I would say is allow yourself to feel the emotion. Do what you need to do to get you through each moment. Don't worry about the full line that you may have to be waiting. You know what I mean? The full range of time that you may have to be waiting on. Let's just try to get through one day at a time. And for some people, that's going to mean one hour of a day at a time because we're all at different places. But in guarding your heart, I want you to make sure that you don't allow people to steal that thing from you that makes you feel whole. And if you have, it's okay. Or if you're dealing with certain... I was about to stop going because I keep, you guys, honestly, I keep questioning myself about the whole compassion thing and just the things that people are going through right now. This is not my worst season of life. It really, really isn't. I feel like my worst seasons of life have been felt and dealt with alone for the most part, with very, very few people watching or hearing or even knowing what may have been happening. And it's actually been a very celebratory season for me because I finally feel like I have grounded myself and and I don't even want to say grounded down myself, but grounded myself. And I finally feel like I'm living in truth and honesty and my purpose. And for so many of us, that's not what this season is. And I almost feel the guilt you know, I wasn't at first, but I just am like, you know, so many people are just going through so much and I just almost feel the guilt for that. So if I pause or hesitate a couple of times, it's probably because of that. I just thought I would be as transparent as possible. But what I was going to say is that um, it is so crucial to me right now that we guard our hearts, especially if you're somebody who's dealing with a tough space mentally if you have some little thing that brings you joy, some little practice, some small thing that you do, that's okay. Lean into that thing and, and find your small pleasures every single day. The things that make your heart sing are important and they matter. And anything that is going to bring into your world some like, I don't know, like some way of dissolving that that little thing in you that makes you feel a little bit more okay, a little bit happier, a little bit better. If you can get rid of that thing in terms of like learning to let go of the effects that that thing has on you bit by bit, little by little, I would encourage you so intensely to do that, right? Now, not literally ousting it physically. I'm just saying because everybody's in a different headspace right now. Some people at home and people driving them crazy, okay? So there's that. But the the full midst of it or the full gist rather of what I was saying was guard your heart, guard your mind, guard your spirit. Um, in terms of guarding our minds, one of the biggest things that stands out to me is, you know, years ago you used to hear this little nursery rhyme, oh be careful little eyes what you see, be careful little ears what you hear, be careful little mouth what you speak. You don't have to look at everything. You can unfollow accounts that no longer serve you. 
you don't have to listen to everything. You can stop taking in podcasts that make you feel down or make you feel triggered or make you feel uneasy or lesser than. You can let go of um, those conversations with people. You can say, hey, wait, let me call you back. I gotta go to the bathroom or something. Sometimes a little white light, honestly, beauties and beasts, I am not a promoter of lying, but sometimes a little white light is actually necessary for us to feel like if there are going to be cars passing by. It is what it is anyway. <laughs> but sometimes a little white light is necessary. I don't know if y'all can even hear that. But I know that when I do listen to the podcast, I can hear like almost everything in the background if anything's there. So there's that. But sometimes a little white light to save your sanity, honestly, I think is permissible. Because, you know, sometimes somebody's calling you and they're going on and on and on and on about the news. And that on that particular day, maybe you've had just enough. You know what I mean? Maybe you're like, no, I really can't take any more. So you can you can say no to those things that are not going to serve you. You can say no to the things that are going to make you feel triggered for days or hours on end or however long. You can make the choice to disconnect, you understand, completely or to a degree from things that make you feel as though you know, they're gonna, they're, they're permeating the, the inner parts of you that help you to feel safe and at peace. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I've found personally right now that has helped me not just in this season. And I don't even want to focus just on Corona. I really don't. In life, I guard my heart because I know that this is my most precious thing. I'm not going to open myself up and pour myself out to every single person. I'm going to decide, yes, I want to be vulnerable. I want to be transparent. I especially want to be honest and extremely down to earth, but I don't have to share everything all the time with everyone. In fact, it is actually my decision and my prerogative, what I choose to share, because some of those things are the the reality or the manifestation of the abundance of my heart. And that heart is precious to me. And honey, like I always say, I am not out here to cast my pearls to swine, right? And I mean that in the kindest way possible. So you don't need to put everything out there, especially things that are going to make you feel like if a backlash comes, they're going to damage and destroy you to like no end, right? And then in terms of guarding your mind, it's what we allow ourselves to see, what we allow ourselves to listen to. If trap music is not soothing you right now, by all means, please stop listening to NBA Young Boy, okay? And if it is, then Honey, put on the baby and do what makes you feel good, okay? Different things for different people right now. Um, You know, if reading something about self-actualizing or, you know, making everything perfect in your life right now is making you feel like less of a person, you don't have to read that. And can I also remind you that that's not making you any less of a person. That is an internal construct that we've allowed ourselves to believe and it's time that we stop equating our value as human beings to how much we've achieved in life. Because sometimes if you really sit with yourself and you assess it, you realize that those things, number one, don't even mean as much to you as you would like to think that they do. And number two, they really are not the measure of a man or a woman. You get me? Okay. Saying it with love, baby. I'm just saying you bigger than just the things. Okay. <laughs> and um, guard your spirit. Now, this is this is a big one. Guarding your spirit could mean 
guarding your most religious, highly spiritual self. It could mean that you're not putting your beliefs out there because you know that they will be under attack and you're not ready for that. It could also mean that if your beliefs are under attack, you are ready for that. <laughs> you know, there's so many things. But whatever is that spiritual grounding that you may or may not have in some people's cases, no knock if you don't have it, we're all at different stages. The reality is, is that that if that's your mainstay, child, now let nobody tell you nothing here. If you want to burn all the sage of every sage tree in the sage kingdom, please don't do it because it's bad for the environment. But you guys get me. If that's what's making you feel good right now and you can do that without contention or harm, because sometimes a living situation can create contention over the smallest things and I understand that, then do it. It's such a small thing. And if it's going to give you an ounce of pleasure or a calming feeling, then do that. If you want to, you know what I mean, burn your Palo Santo, I don't know, cast shells to read whatever. If you need to sit down with all the Psalms and the Proverbs that exist in the Bible, if you need to bring out your Quran, if you need to bring out your whatever, like whatever it is you need, if you need to meditate, if you just need to... I don't know, pray and cry it out, whatever you need that feeds your spirit and your spirituality, you understand that makes your soul sing, do the things because sometimes you're going to have to do them silently within yourself. As I said, everyone's home situation is not the same. I completely understand that. And sometimes it's a physical manifestation of the thing, but whatever you're going to do that is going to help you in this and all times in life to make you feel more grounded do it because we all need things that help us to feel a little bit more at peace. Um, one of the next things that I was going to say in relation to the guarding your heart, guarding your mind and guarding your spirit collectively is remember, please, that people can only meet us where they are at. So you're also going to recognize that there are going to be times when you get like a little wild card, a little, a little like you never saw it coming. It was a curveball. Somebody is going to knock you off your feet. You're going to be like, no, 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 no. That's not the kind of knocking off the feet I was talking about, though. You know, you're going to be looking for something you're not going to be looking for something and it's going to come anyway and it's going to be a hard thing to deal with. This happened to me recently. Um, you know, I was feeling so alive and beautiful and and happy and optimistic about the future in a way that I haven't felt probably in a decade, you know. And someone said this thing to me and it just completely knocked the wind, the wind out of my sails. And it was really in relation to um, a quote that I had posted on my Instagram um, account. And basically the person implied that I lacked empathy and I, rem- I, was, I felt really, really low. I felt really, really low and I felt really, really bad that they said that because I just thought, but this person has no idea of like why this resonated with me and you know, what it meant for me or where I'm actually at in my personal private life or where I've been at for whatever amount of time, which is not even important. Um, you know, and it really hit me because empathy is super important to me. And it hit me in my gut. It really, really was like a belly searcher. You understand? <laughs> and, um, I just thought, you know what? No, I have to recognize. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to say this part about, oh, but that person don't even know you and da 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 da. But what was the more important lesson for me? Because the the whole element of the person doesn't know me, so boom, 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 bam, wasn't really soothing me, to be honest. And it hit me that people can only meet anybody where they're at. So, and also, 
people can only understand you as far as their mindset and their mentality goes. So it it hit me that my way of processing a quote, my way of uh, interpreting and a message may not be another person's way of interpreting a message. And I encourage everybody to think about this for a minute. Because sometimes we be getting up in arms about things and we really trip on things or whatever. And we don't realize that that person's perception and perspective of that thing that you feel so strongly upset about has nothing to do with your perspective or perception of the thing. And in fact, you and the person actually may be going through similar things, but their approach, their perspective, and their interpretation is profoundly different than yours. You understand the 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 opposite nature of the two things is so is so grave and so huge that like maybe you never even processed the way that they think. And not because you're lesser than, just because you're different. So it had to it really hit me. I was like, you know. You're feeling bad about something that really spoke to you, that made you feel so much better, that someone else wrote, that someone else posted, and you just chose to repost. And also, yeah, it's just somebody on the internet. You don't know this person. You may never meet them, blah, blah, blah. But what hit me was the the, the punchline about empathy. And I really battled myself with that for, for a while, for a while. Maybe some somewhat I'm still battling myself for it. But it also hit me that that person perceived this thing in the way that they did which is completely fine and understandable for them whoever the them is let's say the general them and I perceived and understood it in a way that was positive and calming and peace bringing for me and what it showed me too is that in the midst of all of our differences the similarity exists whereby we all just want a place of calm we all just want to feel soothed. We all just want to be able to feel okay, to feel supported and comforted and sustained, you understand, and, and our families to be the same. And the desire is the same. But always remember that while the desire may be the same, while the goal may be the same or similar, the execution can so many times be different. Why? Because we're individual and we're all experiencing life at different rates, in different ways, in different head spaces, with different personalities, perspectives and interpretations of things. So people can only meet us where they're at. And in turn, we can only meet people where we are at until we are open to a different perspective, until we are open to wanting to understand rather than to defend until we are open to um, a growth mindset in some cases, not in relation to that particular quote, but it's just something I'm thinking as I'm saying this, you know, a growth mindset where, whereby we want to learn rather than rebut, whereby we want to understand rather than um, feeling a need to defend, you know, and it doesn't change till those things change, you know, but it doesn't have to change either because it's okay for us to all have different mindsets, approaches and realities and deal with them in the way that best suits us for our season of life or whatever we might be going through at the time. So that was another one. And then in, in addition, which ties into this is I said, it is not our responsibility to, to cater to every single person's needs, especially where we may have an influential voice. Now, let me tell y'all something. I do a vlog. I do the podcast, both called Wake Up to Wisdom. 
And when you put yourself in the limelight and you state your opinions for all and sundry to hear, or the all and sundry that's your audience at least to hear, it can be really, 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 really daunting. It can be such a fair-driven experience, beauties and bees, let me tell you. And you don't know some days how you're going to feel when you've said what you had to say. Some days I've done vlogs and thought, oh my God, I shared too much of my soul. I wish I could take it back. I just want to delete it. Um, other days I feel like, oh my God, I'm going to stop doing this. No one cares what I'm saying. This is just pointless. Nobody is even bothered about the things that I'm putting out there. I have to say, you know, so many things go through your mind when you put yourself on the, 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 um, the chopping block inadvertently. And I'm beginning to realize, even though I always knew, do you know, like sometimes you've met a person, you've seen them around, but you never really met who they are. I feel like that's how I feel about this metaphorically. I feel like I met this concept. I seen this concept around, but now as my following is growing and thank you guys so much for um, continuously supporting me. Now I'm really seeing it because the the growth is is getting greater and greater and so the opinions are getting greater and greater too and sometimes that's beautiful but sometimes it's hella hurtful too or sometimes it's hella daunting or sometimes it's hella like back breaking right but i'm learning that it is not my responsibility or any of our responsibilities to cater to every single person's needs and in fact i don't even think that you're standing for much of anything when you are catering to every person's needs. So I had to remind myself, well, hey, here's the reality. Am I hurting anybody? I hope not. Am I a pushover? Hell no. Do I believe strongly in these things and can I back them up? Do I see reasons why these things could be right for some people, not everybody? I do. Um, am I willing to stand up for what I believe in? I am. Um, do I recognize that I don't have to speak to every audience that exists? I do. And in realizing that, I'm slowly but surely coming to a place where I'm like, okay, I may have a voice of influence to some degree. And I say that with the most humble uh, approach possible, I promise you. But I'm also, I have to say what it is that I feel, right? I may have a voice of influence. I may be, I may meet negatives, but I meet so many positives. So what am I going to choose to focus on? The negatives or the positives? What am I going to choose to invest my time in? And, and this is not even a voice of influence thing. You are never going to please everyone. You are never going to be enough for some people. There are going to be people who no matter what you do, it is never going to be enough for them or it's always going to be too much for them. You could be a happy person. Someone who is not as happy as you is going to be completely disturbed by your happiness. You could be a strong person. Someone who is not as strong as you is going to be jealous of the level of resilience that you may have for situations they were in, but couldn't deal with them like you did. Right, guys? Let me just take a little sip of tea. You could be, you know what I mean? It could be whatever. You could be a thick person, hate your thickness, but somebody's really slim. And because they want your thick, your thickness, they loathe you on something like that. Or because they want the love that you have because they don't feel like they have that love within themselves or otherwise. They're upset with you. Everyone is at a different stage of life and everyone is at a different level of understanding. And it's so important that we take less things personal. And that's, that was my next point, actually, ironically. I didn't even, I didn't even look at it just that I said, wait, hold on, this is somewhere here. But 
<sighs> I said take less personally and learn more openly. It was a very sort of cheesy, uh, what's his name now? Um, Oh God, I can't remember his name, but this uh, Deepak Chopra kind of moment, you know, the way how he kind of puts things like take less personally, learn more openly. But that's the truth for me. I mean, it's not everything I see or have read or have listened to that resonates with me. Um, but one of my biggest takeaways and something that I always, always preach and always try to practice is don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. I'm going to tell you all something. Sometimes I listen to podcasts and I'm like, oh my goodness, this person's grammar, Dios mío, está muy mala. It's like the worst thing for me and it just hurts my ears. But that person might be saying something so profoundly beautiful or uh, expressing knowledge that I really need that I have to just look past whatever is bugging me, you know, <laughs> and get over it and take in the meat of the matter and not the skin. You understand? Because the meat, the manna is what is really going to fill me up. Not necessarily the container that it came in, if you get where I'm coming from. And that is one of the most humbling lessons I've been learning because it's easy for us to judge. It's easy for us to get frustrated. It's easy for us to not want to be teachable. It's easy for us not to want to have that growth mindset and that, that openness to learn. It's easy to take things personally, especially when they seem very personal and perhaps might be. But what we need to recognize is people, including ourselves, we speak from where we are. And when speaking from where we are, it is not always an honest, true or rational or rational or reasonable reflection of the person that we're speaking to. And as such, when people are speaking to us, same way, you understand, you cannot always assume that people's sanity is where it should be. You cannot always assume that people's emotion stability, emotional sorry, stability is where it should be. We, we don't know. And sometimes we are so hell-bent on taking something seriously, internalizing it, being insulted, hurt, and then basing an element of our insecurities on it. And we even considered that that person was having a bad day and they didn't even remember what they said. That person was just experiencing a death or grief and they didn't even realize that they communicated with us with such anger or hate or contempt, you know, or just pain. So it's important to take less personally and be willing to learn more openly on a multitude of, of, of bases of platforms as far as I'm concerned, while still knowing when to shut off and what to take in and what not to take in as well, if you get me. Um, and this also is another point to that, which I, I feel like this is, this, this is just flowing into each point in such an honest way. The next thing I said was you don't have to agree and you don't have to ingest Everyone is operating on a level that they feel at the time is best for them or that is allowing them to survive in their survival season and they're not in their thrive mode yet. You know, we are all in different places. So you don't have to agree with me and I don't have to agree with you. But what is beautiful and what would be wonderful is if we could respect each other more. And I think that is what I'm seeing a lack of and yet still an abundance of in this season of life for the world over the, the whole the whole world really is you don't have to agree with me, but just respect me enough to not degrade me. You know what I mean? <laughs> to not feel a need to downgrade me or cancel me, 
you know, because of whatever. But here's the thing I also feel like if you degrade me, if you downgrade me, if you cancel me, I'm still going to be here. My opinion still hasn't changed. And what I believe is what I believe. You understand? Unless proven otherwise. And you guys got to rest easy in that sometimes when you constantly feel rebutted or constantly feel belittled. Some of us are living some lives that are not easy. And these are our day to days. Some of you are like, oh my God, that's horrible. I don't feel like that. Great. And that's the truth. Great. But for some people, that's not their reality. So you don't have to agree and people don't have to agree with you either. It does not negate the reality of how you feel or where you stand. It doesn't make your feelings less important or valid. None of that. Your emotions, feelings, point of view and philosophies will be what they are regardless of whether people validate them or not. You understand? They still exist. And that's why lions don't need to roar because you you got to know that, you know, and if you don't know that, it's fine, but work on it because it's an important thing as well that helps to stabilize you in the midst of like doubt or just feeling lesser than or or having like imposter syndrome. That really, really has helped me. Um, we don't have to ingest. So you can make choices in life. You can choose to mute the stories that you find to be off-putting, triggering, hurtful, upsetting. You can unfollow people. You don't have to be friends with people forever. You don't have to stay with the partner that you're with if it is no longer feeding you in a positive way. If it's parasitic in any way, you do not need to ascribe to that. It's absolutely fine for us beauties and beasts as human beings to make the decisions that will feed and fuel us positively. Nourishing behaviors are equally as important as nourishing physical foods. And a lot of times we forget that because we want to be comforted. We want to feel at ease all the time. But it is sometimes in dis-ease that we learn exactly how to really feed ourselves well in whatever way, physically, spiritually, mentally, whatever, right? And it's sometimes in the tough decisions that we realize, wait a minute, freedom, freedom is here on this other side. Oh my God, I never knew, you know? So sometimes you gotta, you gotta recognize that. I almost lost my train of thought. So let me just make sure I'm back. I stay on track. Um, one of the other things I said was that we're all on our own personal journey, which must serve us all in a specific yet sometimes wildly different way. And I think I kind of touched that already in that we're all going through our paths. We all require different things. We all need to ascribe to different things. We're going to soothe and be comforted, excuse me, you guys, by different things. And it's fine. It's fine to be you and to have your own solutions, your own coping skills, your own mechanisms, your own things to do. Um, You want to go start a business, do it. <laughs> you understand? You want to lay in bed and just convalesce because you know that eventually this time will be over and you'll be back at it 100% going, going, going. Do that. I encourage you to also find a more balanced way of life, but do it anyway. You know what I mean? It's fine because some of us know that our reality is, is what it is. If you're a doctor, for instance, or a surgeon, and for some reason you're off for a couple of days, oh my God, by all means, please rest. By all means, please do not go and create a startup for medical marijuana. I don't know. <laughs> you understand? Just chill. It's okay. It's okay to practice the pause. It's okay. No one is. And even if people are telling you that you, it's not okay, who cares? Who cares? If it doesn't serve you, you don't have to do it. It's fine. There is nobody holding a knife to your neck or a noose around your neck telling you what you need to do. It is okay to take that 
psychological noose or constraint off your neck and give in to what feels right for you. You understand? I'm led to speak on this analogy that I found when I was kind of exploring this in myself. And the analogy was you go to a restaurant, you have a menu. On the menu are your meat dishes, your poultry dishes, and your fish dishes, right? You're allergic to seafood. So you're not going to order the lobster. You're going to maybe order the pork chop. You know, I'm allergic to pork. So maybe I'm not going to order the pork chop. I'm going to actually have the steak. (laughs) You get where I'm coming from? Everything that is fed to you, you don't have to eat. Everything that is presented to you on a menu, you do not need to order. You, You get where I'm coming from? It ties back into the, you don't need to agree. You don't need to have it as your taste. You don't need to ingest it. You can choose what is for you. And sometimes I think we forget that. Sometimes we are we're sitting in our insecurities and we feel pressured. We feel uncomfortable. We feel embarrassed. We feel uneasy. We feel a strain. We feel lesser than. But I want to remind you that regardless of whether you feel those things or not, you are enough and you don't have to do nothing right now. If you want to, that's also enough. And go right ahead. By all means, baby, bloom, baby. Bloom in your own right. Nothing wrong with that. Okay? So, which leads me to my next point, which again ties in. It said, live in the truth, which which genuinely resonates with you. And I think that that speaks for itself. I was battling my joy. And it was making me feel very low and very down and very sad. And then I began to realize how a lot of things around me were beginning to manifest as very low, very down, very sad, a lull in whatever um, positive things, right? Um, or let me rephrase that a low and whatever positive things that were in abundance before. And I was like, well, you know, I'm now operating on a different vibrational level than what was serving me. So now what was my truth that was resonating in me? I like put it on the back burner because I felt bad and now I'm operating on a resonance that doesn't serve me. So the truth is about it is that I was like, well, this is, this is not my truth. It doesn't feel right. It feels like unrest. You know what I mean? So now I'm like, okay, no, I can't do that anymore. I have to really live in the truth, with je- which genuinely resonates with me. Um, and the last two things that I said were activate choice and practice the pause, which I think we, we've actually touched on already, but I'm going to delve just slightly into these things. Activating choice means what, guys? We know. We already covered this. Turning down the friends who are messaging you with 50 different updates every single day on the news of what is happening in New York, um, Mumbai, South Africa, Italy, Spain, of the death toll that they are counting every hour of whatever. That may be their way. It may not be your way. And that is the point where you activate the choice to check in with them, but also check out when you need to because your mental health and stability are extremely important. And that is just one example. Sometimes we do this to our own selves. We will constantly drive ourselves crazy. If we don't feel well, we go and Google a million different things to activate our hypochondriac phase. It's a very real thing. A lot of people do it. I've definitely done it. Um, But do we need to do that? You know what I mean? Do we need to make that choice? No, we don't. We don't. And if that choice is going to make you feel depleted, tired, upset, depressed, is it something that you need to give into or is it something you've chosen to give into? 
Now, I'm not going to answer that for you, but what I will say is that when it was me in the position, a lot of times it was something I chose to do. And in a situation like that, I remember finding a lump in my breast a couple of years ago and thinking, oh my God, I have cancer and I'm going to die. Knock on wood because I mean, I want that in my life, right? But in fact, that has no place in my life. I like to speak these things affirmatively, make sure that they know they don't have no place. <laughs> but um, at first I started Googling everything and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I have all this stuff and oh my God, I'm freaking out. And then I decided to switch it up. I was like, no, what I'm going to do right here now is activate the faith of a mustard seed and I'm going to pray. I'm going to get on my knees and I'm going to pray. I'm going to speak life into my body. I'm going to affirm for my body that it's healthy, that it's cancer free, that it is in fact an anti-cancerous alkaline body. You know what I mean? And I went on and went on and went on like that. And I was grateful and very humble that when I did go to the doctor, the doctor was like, oh no, honey, you don't have no cancer in the breasts. <laughs> I was like, praise God. I did have something else. You understand what I mean? But for me, that something else was almost like a a, a, a joyous thing to hear about, even though it, it wasn't because it wasn't cancer. <laughs> you understand? And even in that stage, it was my mindset, my choice of the way that I chose to think that shifted my energy back to a healthier place because the reality is stress causes all kinds of things. Even if you didn't have them, sometimes you create them because you've just been sitting there stressing out for so long. So, you know, guard guard your mind from yourself sometimes. You know, we are going to think things. We are going to feel things. Do we need to religiously think and feel those things? No. If you are a person who becomes obsessive compulsive, do you need to reach out to somebody in those phases for support? Please. Find someone you can trust and do it. If you can afford therapy, by all means, online therapy is great. I personally swear by betterhelp.com that this is not an ad. <laughs> My podcast is so small. I don't have it like that yet. Speaking it into being, but not yet. But it really has helped me in so many ways, especially in this season right now and being in close quarters. And, you know, tensions do run high at times. We're just human. Things are going to happen. And um, as I was saying, last but not least, practice the pause. So... Personally, for me, practicing the pause relates to meditation. It relates to sleeping. It relates to sometimes just sitting, sometimes watching Netflix, sometimes just writing. It could be anything. My pause could be whatever. But I practice it because when I'm not paused, I miss important things about myself. I miss important things that allow me to connect and communicate with people in the way that I need to, in the way that I prefer to. I miss myself. I miss being able to love holistically. I miss being able to give more. These things really matter to me personally. And I realized that when I don't practice that pause, I have nothing left to give because I've completely depleted myself physically, mentally, adrenally. You know what I mean? It's so exhausting if I don't pause. And I think sometimes when I say to people, be productive, you know, be solutions based, you know, um, Bet on yourself. Start the business you want to start. You know what I mean? Write down the list. Manifest, manifest, manifest. They think that that's all I'm doing. But a big part of being able to do those things efficiently is to stop sometimes. Is to pause. Because you need to figure out what you really want. How you really feel. What no longer is good for you. What you now need that will be good for you. And the list goes on and on. So reflection time. I don't know if I haven't expressed this enough. And I'm sure for some person I will never be able to express it enough. But the reality is reflection for me is the pause. Meditation is the pause. Um, leaning into how I genuinely feel. Leaning into my health. 
looking at my my bill of health and seeing, well, what is the problem here? When this is happening to me, what else is happening to me in conjunction that is causing this? Is it a causal effect situation? You know what I mean? What preventative measures do I need to begin taking? What kind of love um, am I wanting in my life? What kind of friends do I want around me? You know, so this is, this, the pause really shows us so much. And I can tell you something, since I've started back meditating, my clarity levels for things are just different. They're just different. It's not for everybody. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those very unique people, <laughs> but not so unique because millions of people do it. I'm into meditation. I'm into self-hypnosis. I got into self-hypnosis from being a musician. My anxiety would be so high before performances. I would be ready to like pee myself. You know, I would be just so nervous that songs I knew the lyrics to by heart, I would forget. I would have to freestyle. It was just like a lot of anxiety and social anxiety. And I started, um, I was introduced to self-hypnosis by another musician who has a similar sort of personality and disposition to me. And I thank him every day for that because that really does work for me. So it's, it's, that's my thing. It's not going to be everybody's thing, but I encourage you to find your pause because that is super important. I think we're to the end of this podcast, Beauties and Beasts. I have talked my ears off. My tea has gotten cold. I can't drink it because I feel it would keep too much noise. <laughs> and I do like a nice clear um, audio, you know, uh, when I do my pods. But I wanted to take a minute to thank you for listening, for leaning into my way of life and my way of thinking and my um my approaches to different little things because you don't have to and I need each and every one of you to know that I genuinely appreciate that especially if you're listening this far ahead it means that you really you really tuned in and listened and I appreciate that so I wanted to say thanks and you know as always my beauties and beasts remember to you know activate your power take back your power sometimes we have given so much of the way we think and the way we feel and the way we process and what we ingest into the hands of the internet, into the hands of our family, into the hands of a boyfriend who's not great for us, a girlfriend who's not great for us, you know, um, or whatever. Sometimes we've just given up too much of our power. And I encourage you to remember that you have within you choice, which in itself is an incredibly powerful mechanism. You also have within yourself a mind and a mindset that you are able to shape and shift, even if you don't always feel that way, even if, you know, the way that your mind is set up doesn't always allow for you to feel um, as if you are capable of that. But you have that within you. You understand what I'm saying, beauties and beasts? We have within us so much power. And I encourage you to lean into that power within you. You are so much more capable sometimes than you realize of creating a safe space within yourself. And I would encourage you as well, especially those of us who aren't living in the best circumstances right now, to lean into the safe space within yourself and remind yourself that you're capable, that you're going to be okay, that you're going to win in the end and take all the manure that life may be feeding you right now and baby, turn it into magic. Easier said than done. I know, I do, trust me. I, I definitely know but I also know it's possible. And that's the reason why I am so adamant about some of the things that I say. As I said, my my philosophies aren't for everybody. And I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to them, especially if they weren't your philosophies. I wish you guys wellness energy, healthy energy, happy energy. Remember to wake up exactly as yourselves. Remember to serve exactly what you have upon a platter and make it matter. And of course, hugs and love. And thank you so much for listening. <laughs>